Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice, the first unsolicited advice of 2020. Exciting stuff. If you like the podcast, I'm going to be honest with you. I've only made about eight or nine thousand dollars off this podcast so far. So it would be nice if everyone out there maybe left a review for it or told someone about it. Otherwise, continue handing me money when you see me. But again, eight or nine grand, I piss on that. My name is Jake Sprague. I'm the host, a comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California, and this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never ask me for it. I'm joined by my guest, as always, Dana Bomar. Hi, Dana. Hi. Yeah, that eight or nine thousand dollars in Los Angeles, I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing. You can't even buy 3,000 coffees with that. I was going to say, it doesn't even afford us our Dunkin' Donuts habit. Yeah. when You know when you see those commercials that are like, for the cost of a cup of coffee a day? <laughs> yeah, we need that. Somebody needs to be sponsoring our Dunkin' habit. No, my point is, I don't even <laughs> care about that. This, pod, this podcast already made me close to 10K, and I don't even care. Do you understand what I'm saying? I guess I don't. My point is, I'm going to start a Patreon for this podcast. The only level that you can subscribe to is six grand a month. (laughs) And I hope some people hop on that. My point is, if we just get sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts, that's all that matters to me. As a guest of this podcast, (laughs) I'm surprised that you're throwing around the word we pretty liberally. Uh, Let's get into our topic for today. Our. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Legally, I'm in trouble. Relationship advice subreddit brings us today a girl. All right. Starting off 2020 on a week note. Told a girl, 19. I think this is this person is 19. Why I, never mind. 19. <laughs> <laughs> this oh is why I haven't cleared 10K on this podcast. Why I, 19 year old male, wasn't into her honestly anymore Wait. when she asked me. So this person told a girl why they weren't into them anymore when they asked them. And they're both 19. They're both 19. (laughs) I think this person is a man, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. But let's face it, they're 19. They're just a boy. Oh. That's right. Or they haven't figured out their gender yet. Background, I, 19, met a girl, 19, earlier this year. Formed a crush on her. Asked her out, and she said she only saw me as a friend. Stayed friends with her for the rest of the year. Ugh. Friend zoned. I don't know what's worse. The more that I think about it. No, I do. I don't know what's worse. The more that I think about it. The person who stays in the friend zone or the person who friend zones someone and they know what they're doing. I think the person that stays. Yeah, I know. I knew it the moment I said it. Yeah, because at some point, honestly, if you have friend zoned someone and they stick around, that person probably thinks they've now friend zoned on the opposite end right that the feelings have gone away oh do you know what i'm saying could you really think that after a year yes let's talk yeah let's talk about the friend zone a little bit and you know nobody's ever really gotten into the friend zone before so i think this is exciting define friend zone friend zone is a concept since no one's ever talked about it that's true it's (laughs) not 
it's not a real thing. It's it's a it's a it's a state of mind. Uh-huh. Friend zone is this idea that um, you're talk. It's usually a dude. I don't know if girls really get friend zone that hard, but I'm sure some do. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but it's usually this idea that you're talking to someone and you have romantic interest in them, but they keep you around as just a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it can be sort of, it can be weird on both sides. It can be weird on the person who keeps them around because there are people, uh, especially people I've noticed who are quite hot, who every once in a while keep people around that sort of feed their ego. You know, mm-hmm. they'll keep someone around that they're not really interested in, but this person kind of does everything for them. And they know that they're the person is interested in them, but they're not going to give them really the time of day romantically. Um, yeah, I'm sure th- that feels very good. Yeah, I I would love people around telling me how good I looked and that, you know, oh, my God, your wife, she doesn't deserve you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you wouldn't like that? It would feel good. I'm not going to get gassed up. I, I recognize wh- what's actually going on. I'd go, oh, they're, they're being very nice because they're into me. Uh, but I'd still like the compliments. Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> um, and then there's the situation where you aren't friend zoning someone. You just don't see that person romantically at all. And they also have never made it clear that they're interested in you. So they believe that they are in a friend zone, but you believe you're actually just friends. Yeah, I can see both situations happening that somebody just thinks you're just genuinely friends. Totally. And they've never expressed anything, so how would they know that? And they've never put anything out there like that. And then I also think even if the other person said, hey, I really like you, but the person says to them, I'm not interested in you like that. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay. And then you're just friends for a year. If you're that direct and they stick around and they're friends and then a year later they're like, actually this whole time Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like that. I don't know. That feels a little on the person that stuck around. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. It does feel on the person that stuck around. You know what? It feels on both of them. At that point, I agree. At that point, I feel like it's more on the person who laid their feelings out there, were rejected, and decided to hang around. Right? At that point, you know what game you're playing. Because the person that's keeping a secret, you're the person at fault to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if if you're yeah. secretly, if you secretly have feelings, but the other person has openly told you you're just friends, then they're not hiding anything from you. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I was saying where it can kind of cut both ways with the friend zone. Mm -hmm. There's the person who keeps them around and they know they're kind of stringing someone along. Yes, I guess that's that's definitely... um, It's definitely a thing. Yes. And then there's the person... uh, And not super nice. And then there's the person who decides to still be someone's friend... Yeah, in secret, almost hoping one day they will get to fuck them or something. And I think both are weird. Yeah. Um, I agree So with that. that's the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Never been talked about before, but I thought it would be smart to sort of get into. Yes. I don't think people really understand it. It's something that's yeah. said. This, and you what had I, to find this post because it's so unpopular because nobody cares about it. That's right. So one thing I, I will say, though. 
uh, about the friend zone is I think movies have messed with people's perception of the friend zone For and sure. what and what <sighs> I know where you're going because it's like oh if you just stick it like stick it out you're and then, the good guy yes. and they're gonna be done dating these you're the jerks main character if yeah you just... you're Ethan Embry and everyone else is Mike Dexter it... <laughs> who are these characters Ethan Embry isn't a character. He's an actor. Mike Dexter is a character. Can't hardly wait. Okay. I don't remember Ethan's name. I think it's Preston. Preston. Uh, Preston. He's always wearing t-shirts. Well, sometimes. (laughs) Can't hardly wait is a movie I really like. I've seen it maybe once. Okay. No, not maybe once. I've definitely seen it once. (laughs) Okay. Well, I like it a lot. (laughs) And that's the movie I'm referencing right now. Um... But I think movies have given people a warped perception of the friend zone. They think they can hang out in this weird area this whole time. And I'm going to be friends with this person. And then at some point we're going to hook up. It's not that it doesn't. And they're going to fall in love. It's not that it doesn't happen. It's just oftentimes if that's the friend relationship uh, that is shown in the movies, that won't blossom to romance. But there are kind of those friends that are always sort of flirty, um, but they're with other people. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm just thinking of people that have had relationships where they kept saying they were friends, but they were obviously not friends. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's a different thing. That's yeah. not even the friend zone. The way they're the, hooking up. Yeah, but I know. Like, no, and they've, we're just friends. We've hooked up a couple times, but we're friends. And everyone and, on the outside is like, you're not friends. Yeah, knock it off. Yeah. So my point is movies, I think, have given people sort of a warped perception of maybe even how relationships and attraction and all that stuff works because. For sure. Um, it's just some guy who's hanging around and he's white knighting the whole time uh, while this girl is being treated bad. And then eventually she realizes, oh, my God, I love this guy that I've never had any sexual attraction to at all. Yeah, it's not very realistic. And um, it also is kind of ego. ego how would I say that? Ego, egotistical? Yeah. Egotistical? egotistical (laughs) to think that you're the main character because that's Mm -hmm. what happens to the main character of a movie Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah so although and i don't want to get into it on today's podcast what but i do think that you should live your life as if you're the main character of the movie yes but to stick around the movie joker oh boy well but to stick around just because you think at some point the hot girl is gonna realize that she's been dating the wrong guys all along. I don't know. It's just a little ridiculous. I agree. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And movies have given us this weird view of the friend zone. And now we're into today's topic. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, asked her out. She said she saw me as a friend. Stayed friends with her the rest of the year. The rest of the year was rough on her. She fell hard for a dude that was using her for sex. This is surprising considering she's 19. I thought it was kind of obvious, but I didn't say anything because I didn't want to seem like the salty dude that got rejected. I kind of regret not saying anything now since it pretty much destroyed her self-confidence. It got worse quickly, and she started finding a new dude every week that was the one, 
but the dudes would just hit it and quit it. Never heard that term. I worried for her mental health, but I didn't really say anything because she had closer friends who were trying to help her out. And once again, I didn't want to sound like I was bitter. Basically, she started letting herself get used and it got pretty bad. Fast forward to literally last night at a friend's Christmas party with us, two, and other friends. We all got drunk and I went downstairs to pass out on my buddy's couch because I was a little bit too drunk to drive. She follows me down and pretty much dumps everything on me about how worthless and ugly she feels and how she's tired of guys treating her like a cum dumpster. I'm not familiar with that term. I try to confront... I try to. Is com- that literally in there? Yeah, what am I making that up? It seems like something you would do. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like something I'd make up, but no, it's in there. Wow. I try to comfort her, but that talk was going nowhere. She finally drops the bomb about how she regrets saying no to me and realizes she messed up and made the wrong choice. Classic movie moment. Yeah, we were just this talking about this. is such a moment where the girl comes down and is like, I feel like a cum dumpster. <laughs> I like you, Ethan Embry. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Uh, drops the bomb. She regrets me. She regrets saying no to me and realizes she messed up and made the wrong choice. Wait, do you think she's living as if she's in a movie? You think she's now doing it? Yes. Possibly. Although, he put the word cum dumpster in quotes <laughs> as if she used it. And you know what? I don't think she did. I don't think she did either. Uh, this is what pissed me off for some reason. She tried to be all cute and looked up and gave me that weird smile that girls do in Netflix teen romantic dramas oh, and says, but I'm saying yes now. Uh-huh. See, she thinks she is This is movie, movie shit. Yeah. Well, this is Netflix teen romantic drama. This is Riverdale shit. I think he's what, is oh, what he's referencing. I didn't know what the reference was. Well, I, I guess it could be 13 Reasons Why, but I didn't Never watch it. That. No, I didn't see it either. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I don't, I actually, you know. I did watch Riverdale, though. Does this happen in Riverdale? I don't know. Not specifically, but it is, it's cheesy. Riverdale? <laughs> okay. Um... So she hit him with the Netflix teen romantic drama moment of, but I'm saying yes now. Mm-hmm. I know the guys view me as a bit of a cum dumpster, <laughs> but I'm saying yes now. Oh, boy. The entitlement really got to me. Like oh, it's come on. You're both living in a movie world. Just go for it. Maybe. Like, it's really presum- presumptuous that you're, one, assuming I lied about it when I said I was over you. Two. <laughs> you did clearly lie about it. He's writing this whole thing. <laughs> Nothing says you care more than all this. You think? <laughs> this is, by the way, this is the new friend zone romantic comedy. It is, you get friend-zoned, but then you actually do move on, but the other person's way into you, and they have to win your heart. Oh, God. Now he he's the teen romantic Netflix main character. She's got to really work for it. Yeah. Oh, God. These two people. Like, it's really presumptuous that... He's really presumptuous. That you're, one, assuming I lied about it when I said I was over you. He did. Two, thinking I'm still into you. He is. Three, and expecting me to to just jump up on an offer I didn't ask for like I'm a dumb puppy. He should. I swallowed my ego. Okay. And told her... (laughs) (laughs) And told her I didn't view her that way anymore. Oh, God. 
I don't believe this for a second. Why is he sticking around for an entire year? It's just so that... He was just drunk at his buddy's house. He went downstairs to fall asleep. She followed him. My God, this is so dumb. It almost just feels like he... Like you were saying, he's doing this just to get back at her for what she did to him. But really, this is actually what he's always wanted. This is what he's always wanted. But oh, now to now reject her? Whoa. <laughs> I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe know. Maybe what he's always wanted is to... He's become the thing he hated. He's become the hot girl. Uh, this is stupid. this is 19 year old dumb stuff i swallowed my ego told her i didn't view her that way anymore but i'd always be there for her Uh, oh even worse no she took this poorly and started of course here's the thing if that's true and that's really how he felt then he needs to walk away from this weird whatever this is because it's clearly not a friendship anyway right he needs to walk away from this fake friendship i guess I agree with you. And or, I'll just... Or... If it's not a fake friendship, then he needs to just go for the thing that's beyond friendship. Yeah. Right? I'm, what is he waiting for now at this point? I agree with you. Except, as I say on this podcast often, that I've barely... That I haven't even cleared 10K on. <laughs> I say on this podcast often, uh, I have to try to take these stories at face value. Because I feel like I could pick them apart for a billion years. I'm agreeing with you. But for the sake of this, I have to believe that he is over this person. It is the rule that I created when I started this podcast that has almost netted me $10,000. So back to his very true statement. He said, I swallowed my ego and told her I didn't view her that way anymore, but I'd always be there for her. She took this poorly and started crying and trying to flip the switch on me. She was sobbing, mumbling some incoherent stuff about how unloved she felt. In hindsight, we should have waited to sober up and then talk. But when she asked me why I didn't like her anymore, I pretty much told her straight up, I want to date a girl who knows what she wants Wait, nope. I want to date a girl who knows she wants me before she goes through a dozen other guys first. She just gasped at my statement, shook her head, and stormed upstairs. In my defense, I was tired, drunk, and annoyed at what she had previously said. Oh, you know, something that you're saying, I I think you're totally right. This is his moment to stick it to her a little bit because he is felt so rejected by her i guess but it's who knows what they want at 19 that's so unfair yeah it is unfair but also i say that when we met at night i met we met when i was 19 no yes you must have been like 16 well we started i was dating. 29 <laughs> <laughs> 31? No, we started dating when I was 19. Probably, but we met, I think, when you were 16, I was like 17. Oh, I don't know. But it's when we met. But we started dating at when I was 19. And so I'm like, nobody knows what they want at 19. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
I want to date a girl who knows what she wants before she goes through a dozen other guys first. That's what he said. She just gasped at my statement, shook her head, stormed upstairs. I can see how that, I can see how what I said was still kind of wrong. But was I really that in the wrong? Woke up to a lot of texts from my other friends telling me that I needed to apologize immediately. Yeah, all this person's other friends knows that he's been into this girl since day one. And he tried to ruin it to seem like... Cool? Yeah. To me, it seems like he's trying to be cool at this point. But it's sabotaging what he actually wants, which is to be with this person. So, okay, you have one cool moment, Mm -hmm. but you throw away something that could be, I don't know, really great. Maybe not forever, but could be really great for a, a long time. That seems petty to me it does feel like a petty move but also it does feel like a young drunk guy move yeah i feel like this is totally what you do when you're young and you're drunk uh, there there's like uh i also get it from the girl's perspective of being like really this guy has liked me the whole time and i'm like okay let's do this and he's like sorry babe but you got it you let's all just be friends and i'll always be there for you as friends but you've got to also You've got to respect it a little from the guy's perspective because... I don't because he's like, I'll always be there for you. Okay, I that would, that part I, I don't respect. I but, don't respect that part. But you've got to understand how he has been massively rejected by this girl. And he's like, wait a minute. Now, when you just got dumped by some dude, you're so sad about it. You're drunk. You're coming down to see me. Oh, boo-hoo. Everyone says I'm a cum dumpster, but I like you. (laughs) I would respect it way more if it was absolutely not and we're not friends and go do whatever you want. And if it was that conversation that was, I want a girl that um, knows that she likes me and we can't be friends anymore. I would respect that. That's a that's a strong move. But the no, but I'll always be here for you. Okay. And then then at some point he he either approaches her or she comes back to him and it's like, "Okay, now it's serious. Like now I'll say yes." Of course. It's like this is stupid. It is, is stupid. I don't respect it. You don't have to respect it. But I need you to respect it because (laughs) I want you to think about it this way. Mm -hmm. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. However, Mm -hmm. I actually kind of don't agree with what you're saying in the realm of two 19-year-olds. Because I feel like there are, I feel like when you are 19, and I think this will probably change throughout life. But when you are 19, your views on friends and the circles you are around and all this stuff, it's very different than when you're 30, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're 19, you are around these people and you think, I'm going to be friends with Kenny for the rest of my life, right? You think that. And you're always around Kenny, and Kenny's there, and Josh is there, and Patrick's there, and Brian's there, and Casey's there. Everybody's there right? Always, every night, everyone's hanging out. You go out all the time. You're with this group all the time. And there's also this like group of girls or something like that. Like people are always around each other. So you always think, oh, 
I'm always going to know Brittany or something like that. I'm always going to know this person. But you don't. They go away. You don't realize that when you're 19. So the idea of we'll always be friends, it's insane and it's stupid. But you actually don't know that at 19. Because at 19, you're like, she's going to be around forever. I'm always going to be around. Kenny's always going to be there. Patrick's (laughs) always going to be there. Brian's always going to be there. But does that happen in places where people don't move away? So Everywhere is a place people don't move away. What? (laughs) No, what I'm saying is is we both left the place that all those people were. Yeah. So if everyone But so did Brian and Patrick. I even think Kenny left. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe there's a place where nobody leaves. It's a smaller town and nobody goes anywhere. And you will see these people all the time. Like, is there that situation or no? Well, maybe, but I think you're even making my point to an even greater degree. Am I? I think so. Yeah, you're saying... Look, my... My own, my, what I'm saying to you is what I need you to understand. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying that these friendships you make at 19 aren't forever, but yes, they're not forever. But when he says, uh, we actually don't know if he's a he, I don't think he's ever said that. But when he says, um, we'll always be friends, I think that actually might come from a genuine belief that he's always going to be friends with this person. That these circles are always going to be around each other. They're always going to be partying. They're always going to be playing beer pong in the garage. This is going to happen forever. There's no, there's no thought of what's going to happen when these people are 41. Mm -hmm. You know, he thinks he's going to be friends with this girl forever. So when you said like, oh, that's bullshit. We're always going to be friends. In a weird way, I wonder if this person actually kind of believes that. He doesn't know what's going to happen to Kenny or Brian or Patrick. <laughs> or Casey. <laughs> or Casey. But you know what I'm saying? Or Jared. Um, but. Or Josh. Yes. But do you know what I'm saying? I, yes, like, yes, I yes. actually think. I think it's such a ridiculous douchey thing to say, and I totally agree with you. He's just twisting the knife right now because he definitely likes this person. That's why all his friends like Kenny. (laughs) That's why all his friends text him and said, what the fuck are you doing? Get with this person. You've liked this person forever. But in a weird world, I actually do believe that he thinks they're going to be friends forever. You don't realize that in 10 years, you won't even talk to... You might talk to one of these people. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? Yes, it is weird. I convinced you. (laughs) (laughs) You convinced me, but because they're not going to be around each other forever, it's all the more reason to actually go for it. Oh, Look, I agree. And I, I, I'm just saying he doesn't know yes. that they won't be around each other forever. Yes. Uh, we'll finish this out real quick and then we'll give some advice. I can see how what Even I said. you and I met and I feel like this is forever. I've said we it. We met very young. 
you, we did meet young, you know? I don't know. I think you're a wonderful first wife, <laughs> you know? I think you're great. And first guest. And first and only guest. First and only guest? Everyone else is a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I thought you were going to say something nice. I can see how what I said was still wrong, kind of. But was I really <laughs> that in the wrong? I woke up to a lot of texts from my other friends telling me that I needed to apologize immediately. I'll apologize. But the reaction I'm getting are making it seem like I fucked up really hard. There's really nothing else to the story I didn't mention, and she wouldn't exaggerate to them about what happened to make it worse. She's not like that. But how should I go about apologizing? I'm not entirely sure what I did was wrong besides how I worded what I said. So. I mean, I guess he doesn't want to be with it. If he genuinely doesn't want anything to do with her anymore beyond friendship, then I guess he didn't do anything wrong. Right. But I don't think that's honest. And if every single person that he's friends with is saying that, then they also know it's not honest. And I don't think that every single person in your friend group would be wrong. I don't think they'd it, be wrong. Right? I think you'd you'd all be around going, dude, we know you like this girl. Just they be with her. He was probably talking about her the night before or something to them. You know, that, oh, he likes her and blah, blah, blah. And then now he's rejecting her. It's probably just confusing for all the other friends. I will say something that could make this a lot more complex for mm-hmm. this person this ethan embry is if she has been with one of the friends in the friend group now this gets really complicated that's definitely likely i mean that's what happened to every situation that happened at that age i think yeah um Mm -hmm. but i i don't know i mean he's clearly not into anybody else Right? Doesn't seem like it. Well, we don't know. We don't know the situation. But I do think his rejection of this person and him saying that he doesn't want, he's not asking, how do I fix this and be with this person? He's asking, how do I apologize? Mm -hmm. So I'm, my bet would be that she has been with other people in this friend group. And it's sort of, it gets to a point where, I don't know, what is it, two? Because three is excessive, it feels like. You know when someone goes into a friend group and it's like a guy who sleeps with a couple of the girls or it's a girl who sleeps with a couple of the guys? At some point, people are like, all right, (laughs) that's enough of this, you know? I don't know. I mean, I can't really blame her at 19. I'm not blaming anyone. I don't think anyone's at fault here. I'm just saying... The age matters because if they were 41, I'd be like, what? You're 40, you're like, you slept with everyone in this friend group? What are you doing? I really would judge it. Am I the only one that left? <laughs> Is Kenny and Brian and Patrick? But it would be so much weirder. But at 19, okay, you hooked up with a bunch of people in the group. Who cares? I agree. But, but, they're, but at all 41... I, yeah. All I'm saying You've is got some issues. There is a uh there is a point where they've hooked up with so many people in a circle of friends that it's sort of they're they're kind of off limits. Kind of again at 19 I feel like they think that but not really. I don't know. It seemed to happen a lot. It did, but at I just feel like at 19 the things are so surface 
they're not like deep relationships where if you had like a very like a long marriage with someone and then you marry their like best friend no no totally saying like so it feels like that in the moment because everything's so it's only your own world and that world seems very important but with some perspective and some age like if that is the reason why he's holding back but he's genuine feelings Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of silly i do a little bit but you're you're like putting like you're playing Yahtzee, but these kids are all playing Battleship. And you're like, one day you're gonna realize that you're not actually playing Battleship, you're playing Yahtzee. And they're all like, Yeah, but right now we're playing Battleship. I get it. I get it. So I understand. I, I agree with what you're saying. But I, I get it because also this relationship probably isn't that meaningful. Exactly. Anyway, this relationship blah, 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 yes. isn't that meaningful. And then there's and it could like. be, but it probably uh, most likely not, is not. Yes. You know, it's a whole thing. All right. Let, let's get to the question at hand because we could go into this whole. Kenny th- and Casey and who else? It's Kenny. Brian. And Brian and Patrick. Uh, okay. <laughs> How should I go about apologizing? That's the question. That's the advice that we're here to give. Um, Singing I, telegram? Ooh, that's fun. I mean, I I've do, never even seen one in real life. Me neither. I've only seen it, seen it in movies and TV, I do guess. Do you have anyone that you need to apologize to? No. How about, how about just a fun occasion coming up? I mean, I could probably find one. I think we should organize a singing telegram. Okay. But then we won't be there to see it. That's the fucked up part of a Why singing don't we telegram. Organize a singing telegram for ourselves. I don't know. We just I think that's the I think that's one of those <laughs> that's the things that uh, terrorists hate us for. <laughs> they organize singing telegrams for themselves. What if we just had them come in and just it's just a great day. So telegram. we're just paying a man to sing for us? Yes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um how does he go about apologizing? I think honesty is always the best. So if you tell her honestly where you're coming from, if this is real that you felt that she was coming to you as a 10th option. Right. Do you know what I mean? You're not the first thing. You're the 10th thing. And it made him feel really bad that he put himself out there a long time ago and she rejected him and he really had to work at, I don't know, separating those feelings to keep a friendship, that this felt sort of, it didn't feel genuine to him. If that's really how he felt and that's really what was happening with him, I think sharing that she would understand yeah. That if she was serious about him, that they could, I don't know, that they'd have to work on it in a different way than just being drunk and feeling rejected um, at a party doesn't make him feel super wanted or super great. And I can totally understand that. And anybody that heard that would understand that. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think uh, always... For the most part, honesty is the best policy, unless I guess like you kill someone and you're trying to hide it or something. But besides that, for the most part, 
being honest is the best thing you can do. If it's true, and you know, like I said, the rules of this podcast are that I kind of am trying to believe the story. If it's true that he did get over this girl, yeah, he put himself out there and got rejected, and now he really feels like, what are you talking about? Now after you've been with all these dudes, you're interested in me? That's kind of a slap in the face. If he really feels like that, then I think you're right. Absolutely. Be honest with the person. Hey, I liked you. I still think you're great. I think we'll be friends for life, but uh, I can't be with you. I can't be in a romantic thing with you because after you rejected me, you were with all these people and it feels like I'm just the last option you have. Yeah. And I can't do that. I won't do that to myself. I'm not going to let myself feel like it's okay to be someone's last choice. Yeah. You know, I still think you're a cool chick, you know, we'll always be around each other. We'll probably like hook up at some point and maybe friends. start dating or whatever. Some friends as Bennies. Friends with Bennies. But for now, we're just going to have to enjoy Bennies at Denny's. <laughs> where you have sex in Denny's bathrooms. No, it's where you have a Benedict. I love Egg Benedict so much. I'm in on this plan. So based on the question that they asked, how should they go about apologizing? I think you're right. 100%. Go to breakfast, order some eggs, Benny. It's always good. I mean, I order it everywhere. You do Tell order her. it a lot. I'll say this. I think it's so hit and miss. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I just like it. And when it's really good, it's amazing. So I think that's the advice for this podcast is uh, be honest with your apology. It sounds like you do need to apologize. It sounds like you came up with the word cum dumpster. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I and would. I know that we're telling this person to always bear their soul. Basically, they already did it once. They got rejected. They're going to have to be honest again. But it's the best way to do things. Yeah. And you know what? If you really, if you're being truthful and you really do want to, or you can't be with this person because the rejection was intense and now you do feel like the last choice, I kind of respect that a little bit because you have a little self-worth. I do. And also because he keeps saying he wants to keep the friendship, then you have to be honest. Because if you didn't care about the friendship at all, then you could just do whatever you wanted. But if everything he's saying is that he wants to keep at least the friendship, he does owe her that. Yeah. Even as a friend. I agree. That's the uh, podcast for today. Happy 2020. Yep. <laughs>